topic today is priorities. Hey guys, TJ Loeffler coming to you from New York City. And I want to first say thank you so much for listening to this audio channel. And if you do get value out of this experience, out of our time together today, whether you're in the car, whether you're on the subway, whether you're low-key listening to me at work, I'm hopeful that you'll get something useful, something practical that you can apply to your life today. And, and more importantly, that you'll share that with somebody else who'll help grow this community. Because I know the valuable things that we learn are not meant to be used for ourselves alone, right? We're meant to grow with other people. So I'm hoping you'll share that with somebody. It means a lot. Not just for me, but for somebody else who might need this message. Now, in priorities, right, in priorities, I think it's first appropriate to understand what priority means. And priority means first. Priority means first. I think in today's world, we have a really difficult time who or what comes first in our lives, right? And I think the first thing that we need to be able to understand is currently who or what comes first. When it comes to understanding what should be our priorities or who should be a priority, I think it's first important to understand who or what we've made a priority currently. So very practically, take a look at the things that you're doing when you wake up in the morning. Do you wake up next to your phone? Do you wake up checking your phone? Do you wake up checking your email? Do you wake up checking your Instagram? Do you wake up checking your texts from your boyfriend or girlfriend or the boy or girl that you hope to be your boyfriend or girlfriend? Do you wake up and get exercise? Do you wake up and have quiet time? Do you wake up with enough margin in your life, enough minutes available with nothing to do so that you can have quiet and space to know what you're consciously thinking about in the morning? To know how you're consciously feeling. Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling sick? Are you feeling rushed? Are you feeling nervous? Are you feeling anxious? Are you waking up with shallowness of breath? Are you waking up in peace? Are you waking up with joy? When we don't understand how we're first using our time in our day, it's going to be really hard to understand how we should be using that first time in our day. And let me just give you a practical example of this. So as an entrepreneur, it's very, and anybody who's growing a business, especially if you're a solopreneur, if you're on your own, you can relate and resonate with this. It's very difficult when you go from a structured environment like I did. I went from the corporate world. I was on the trading floor at Goldman Sachs. I left and didn't have a plan and I didn't have a next job lined up. I just had peace with the decision to leave. And when I had moved into that next season of my life, nobody had prepared me for priority. Nobody had shown me or taught me that you can't just willy-nilly your way through your life, especially if you want to accomplish anything. And what it took was several years of experimenting through different, different business ideas, through getting up and feeling lethargic, through really like losing sight of how I was taking care of my body and losing sight of how I was investing or who I was investing in relationships with and, and not being mindful. I wasn't being as intentional uh, with my time, with my energy, with my money. And as a result, I lost a lot of time. I lost all my energy and I lost all my money. And I think when we lose sight of how we're setting our priorities or what we're maybe unconsciously doing with the first time, the first amount of 
energy or the first interaction and relationships of our day, it's very easy to lose your way. So the first part of this whole episode is just simply about one word, evaluation. I want you to evaluate where you're at in life. I want you to evaluate how you spend your morning. Because when you look at somebody's morning and you see how they prioritize their life, you'll see the fruit of those priorities or not, right? So if somebody wakes up in the morning and doesn't prioritize their life and lets other people prioritize their life for them, then more often than not, over time, that person will start experiencing frustration, anxiety, unrest. Why? Because they're not taking care of what's most important to them. They're doing things that are important to everybody else because they haven't made a conscious choice to set aside time and energy for themselves first. And one of my mentors told me this, and it made so much sense to me. I think he heard it on Oprah. But he said, if you can't make five minutes in your day, if you can't make five minutes in your day for yourself, then you don't deserve the life that you truly want. Think about that. If you can't make five minutes, just five minutes of your day for yourself, then you don't truly deserve the life that you want. Now, if there's 1,440 minutes in a day, that's less than 1% of your day that you'd make for yourself. Now, my question to you, I guess, in this evaluation sense would be, when was the last time you made five minutes for yourself in your day? And I mean, when I'm talking about five minutes for yourself, I mean, shutting off the phone, putting anything that's a distraction away, closing a door in whatever room that you're in, and just being quiet, just letting your thoughts be, just letting yourself be, taking stock of your own energy. Because when, when you do that, you'll start to notice things that might be out of alignment, start to notice things that you need to do, that you've neglected, that you might want to start taking action on, things you've forgotten because you let your schedule get in the way of your priorities. Many of us are scheduling other people's priorities rather than prioritizing our own. And so what I want to encourage you with today is that you don't have to live that way. You don't have to schedule other people's priorities. You can and have the power to prioritize your own. It starts with the first part of your day. It starts with the first part of your day. Now, when it comes to evaluation, take a good look at the first part of your day. Understand where you spend your first time, how you spend your first energy, and even where you're spending your money. And these are things that I've had to do in my own life, and I'll give you a very practical example. Where we invest, we'll see growth. Where we invest, we'll see growth. So when I started to realize that 
after a couple years of sort of being burned out and not having awareness to know that the effect of what I was feeling was from burnout, was from years of striving and being motivated by trying to prove something to everybody. I had reached burnout, and as a result, I didn't feel like doing a thing. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't working out like I used to because I wasn't in athletics anymore. I didn't have a regimen or routine for that. And because I had lived and worked in the corporate world, you know, I had sort of built this idea or mentality that that all you need to do is, you know, maintenance workouts so that you can carry around your brain because your body is just meant to carry around your brain so you can use your brain at work so you can make money so you can live. And what I learned quickly is if I want to live to my fullest potential, and if I truly believe that I'm called to help other people live to their fullest potential, my body needs to be more than just something to carry around my brain. My body needs to be activating my brain. My body needs to be one with the rest of my being. And I can't leave the physical separate from the mental and spiritual and expect to have fullness, wholeness in my life. So what I started to realize was I needed to do something more than just have a gym membership because I wasn't disciplined enough to do this on my own. It takes a lot of humility to recognize yourself that you're not reaching your fullest potential on your own and you need some help. And so as soon as I was able to have enough quiet time to come to that conclusion myself that my health physically was lacking, I was then able to say, okay, what can I do about it? And so I said, well, I want to start working out in the mornings, the first part of my day, so I can prioritize it. But then that wasn't enough because it had been years since I had pushed myself to work out to the level and the intensity that I wanted to be working out at. And so I said, well, I wonder if there's a trainer that I can work with, a personal trainer I can work with so that I can start investing in my body a little bit more heavily than I have been. And sure enough, it's now been a year of working with a personal trainer two times a week. And to be honest with you, like to say that you don't have the money to do it is to say that it's not a priority to you. There are times as I'm growing a business, I've had to evaluate the costs and the benefits of doing things. But when you truly believe something is an investment, then it pays you. It doesn't cost you. And so I said to myself, I know that a personal trainer is going to be expensive, but it's not a cost. It's an investment because I'm going to get paid back more than what I put in. Especially if I'm consistent, especially if I prioritize that part of my life. And the benefits are tremendous because, as I've come to learn, your emotions are directly linked with your physiology. Our state of being is how we can determine the quality of our life. Whether you're rich or poor financially, your state of being emotionally dictates the quality of your life. And if your emotions are tied to your physiology, then it's really important to understand that your body is going to influence your state or quality of being of your life. 
And so for me, over the course of the last year, through all the things that I've been through, through uh, my father passing away in July of last year, through trying to you know, figure out how I could grow a business while going through all of the personal hardship and wondering if I'd ever, ever be able to you know, meet, make, men, make ends meet to find an apartment or in New York City, let alone anywhere else in the world, and to fund myself, to bridge myself from one month to the next. As a speaker, you don't get paid like consistent until you're being paid consistently for speaking engagements. You get paid in bigger chunks and they're in spread out. And um, in online coaching, as you grow your business, it you know it, it's a process of trying to figure out the right you know the right channel to grow the business and who your audience is and how you can best serve and help people. And so you don't just wake up and all of a sudden you just voila have a a money-making business machine that that you don't have to worry about anything. So there were some real challenges that I had to face in spite of like all of these challenges. I've invested in my priorities and one of them being the physical sense and it has helped me tremendously emotionally as I've not only been trying to heal um, from a deeply difficult experience but also as I've been trying to grow, right? I've been trying to heal and I've also been trying to grow and push myself into a, a new element, a new stage of life, um, not just personally, but professionally. And that physical aspect of it, the prioritization of that physical aspect of it cannot be overlooked in that because my state of my mind emotionally uh, far exceeds what you might see the state of my life um, over the course of the last year on paper. And so I can, I can say to you with confidence that it is so much more important to be taking care of yourself mentally, uh, emotionally, and physically, and spiritually um, than it is to be worried about the circumstances around you. And if we can't understand that all we can focus on is ourselves, all we can control is ourselves, then we'll fail to see our real priority. So part two of this whole conversation is just going to be encouraging you to focus on you. So once you evaluate your life, you see where you're spending your first time, your first energy, your first money, right? Um, then I want you to consider in what areas are you not focusing on you, where you need to take care of you. Now, in this train of thought, a lot of people have questions about especially those who feel like they know they're called to serve, right? And I believe that. I firmly believe that, you know, like to truly give is to truly live. Like when you give without expectation of anything in return, you really do experience the fullness of life. It is the gift is with the giver. And um, I want to encourage you guys because I know that to be true, but I also know that I cannot be in the right state to give freely unless I'm taking care of me first. You can't help other people if you can't help yourself. And I have learned this the hard way as well. There are other areas of our life that might be great. We might have great financial stability right now, but our emotional health is poor. Understand the difference and understand that you can give financially where you can't give emotionally. And there may be another season of life where you can give emotionally, where you can't give financially. And to understand what aspect area of your life is healthy, 
where you can give is to say, I have a good sense of self-awareness, understanding that I won't be overstepping my boundaries, which we'll talk about on a different episode. I won't be overstepping my own boundaries by giving, and therefore I won't be setting myself up for an unhealthy relationship by expecting something in return from you because I'm actually in lack. And so by me being around a negative person when I'm having that negative state of mind perpetually um, and expecting that this person is going to bring me something that I can't get on my own, well, then that's going to set up an unhealthy relationship. And so for me to understand that if I'm in that negative state of mind, that's just not a person I can be around at this time, is to have maturity and to know priority, meaning you can't prioritize their life in that specific sense, somebody who's going through a hard time emotionally, if you can't take care of your own priority in your own life first. So when it comes to knowing what to do after you've evaluated your life, understand that you can only focus on you. You can only control you. You cannot control other people. And as you consider the areas of your life, and I'm just going to bucket them into really three pieces here, okay? Um, mind, body, and soul, as you figure out what area of your life really needs attention, and maybe, you, maybe you're in a state of life where your mind's great, your body's great, and your soul's you know, at rest, well, then, then there's a great opportunity for you to consider other people around you and where they're at. And if, if maybe you have done a good job prioritizing what you need, and now you're in a position to help other people in their needs. But for most of us, there's probably one of those three things, our mind, our body, our soul, that has some sort of need at the moment, and we might be neglecting it. The first thing I want to remind you of is that there's nobody else that can really fulfill that need for you. You have to make the decision to know first that you need something and second that you're going to do something about it. And that leads to the third part. So first we're evaluating. Second, we're understanding where we have control. And third, we're taking full ownership of that control. We're taking action. And so I want you to understand, like for example, you know, if you truly say that career is a priority for you and you're not finding fulfillment in your career, but you're giving yourself to your career first in your day by waking up and checking your emails and you're looking to your boss to try and find fulfillment in your job or your coworkers to try and find more fulfillment in your job or your day-to-day work to try and find more fulfillment in your job, I would say that maybe there's a new evaluation that needs to happen. And that is maybe you need to look within yourself to say, where in my mind or my body or my soul am I lacking? And how can I put that first? And how can I try and take action on that myself without expecting anybody else to be able to take action on that for me? And so when you decide to take full ownership, what you'll see is that you don't need to change your environment around you or the people around you to experience the change you're looking for. Now, 
it will help. Environments do affect us. It will help to change our environment. However, your starting point needs to be yourself. Because if you change your environment but you don't change yourself, what do you think is going to happen in that new environment in three months or six months or 12 months? You'll still be waking up checking emails. You'll still be looking to other people for fulfillment in your job at work. And you'll still not have the awareness or the acceptance or the action to take full ownership of your life in that new circumstance. You'll be looking for another new circumstance, another new job. And I've seen this pattern happen with many people I work with, but I've seen it happen in my own life. And it wasn't until I had a proper evaluation, attention to the only thing I could control, me, and full ownership or action over that, that I started seeing real change in my life. That's when I started seeing my priority affect me in the way that I wanted to see. So as I start thinking about what I need to be doing with my life, what is a priority with my life, and how I can take action on it, I always come back to what's the status of my own health. I need to be more conscious of not just what's around me, but what's inside me. And the best way to do that is to fully accept the decisions you've made up until this point, that those are decisions that have been made, they are over with, and it is time to make a new decision today. And it might be at the expense, somebody else might be unhappy with your decision to prioritize you. You might have to go into work 30 minutes later, one day a week. You might have to schedule a trainer instead of going out and socially drinking with friends for no other reason, but you don't have anything else better to do with your life. You might have to say no to somebody who wants to grab coffee but has an unhealthy relationship with themselves or others and therefore affect you in an unhealthy way. You might have to uh, really control your space at home. You might have to close your door to your room earlier in the evening so that people don't come in and hang out if you have roommates, especially if you live in New York City. You might have to find a quiet place on a Saturday morning. You might have to decide for yourself the things that you want to stop doing because they're not helping you. If something is not helping you, it's hurting you. These are things that you might have to consciously make a choice to do. But until you accept full ownership over the fact that you have control over nothing in your life except yourself, then it's going to be extremely difficult to actually take action on any of these, any of these things that you want to see change in your life. And so what I found is the most difficult hurdle or the biggest hurdle that we have in bringing something that we're aware of into action is this idea of acceptance. And acceptance is just ownership. It's embracing the fact that we have ownership. The opposite, the opposite of acceptance is resistance. And so those areas of your life where you might feel like you have resistance, that's, that's the area of your life where you're not accepting something. This is something I've seen in my own life. And so those are the areas of your life that I would encourage you to take an honest look when you prioritize that quiet time in the morning, to take an honest look at that piece of your life where you're facing resistance. Ask yourself, why am I facing resistance? What's my fear? Name it. And then 
decide, okay, that's what it is. I've embraced that. I'm going to make the change today and take one small step. Just one small step. Super simple. But I want to encourage you guys today because I think oftentimes we don't take action um, if not for proper, if it's not for we have a wrong evaluation, it's for we haven't accepted that we have control over the situation. And so I think that you guys have more control over your situation than you might think. Um, and you can take control in a healthy way, in the right way, if you just start today, if you just take that time for yourself today. So make five minutes. If you get nothing out of this, make five minutes for yourself today. It's less than 1% of the minutes of the waking hours that you have. Um, waking hours, sleep hours, whatever you want to call it, the, the 24 hours of the day. If you just take five minutes, I am confident that you're going to be heading in the right direction for you. You're going to be taking advantage of the priorities that are right for you. You're going to be prioritizing your schedule rather than scheduling other people's priorities. And I believe you will start seeing the change that you want to see. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Again, I appreciate if you got any value, please share with friends. And I would love to hear back from you if you have any thoughts or comments or questions. Um, you guys know you can always contact me on my social media feeds uh, at TJ Luffler, whether, whether it's Facebook or whether it's LinkedIn or whether it's Instagram. Um, you can also reply directly here on Anchor. I love you guys. Have a great week.